Hello everyone. Welcome to Thoroughbred Weekly. No opener today. We have no time. We have so much to get through. Where to start? Well, Where do you want to start? I thought it was a, going to be a bit of a quiet week as far as what we got happening yep. and what's happened. But it was good. There was some really good horses on show yesterday. You know, we had Profondo, you had Animo in Melbourne, you had Paul Ailey, uh, and the list goes on. Mm. It was a, a fantastic day's racing, and obviously the star of the show was, well, Richard Litton and Robbie Dolan and, and uh, the scenes after that race. Yeah, absolutely. I think the, the highlight for the entire day was seeing young Robbie win his first Group 1, but also watching Richard handle himself with such grace and now that he is a you know he's a dual group one winning trainer with two different horses he handled a really high priced colt uh, to win a group one at his third start um, congratulations to all involved it's an unbelievable achievement for both of them yeah straight to that race right now the spring champion stakes yesterday a group one uh, Robbie Dolan didn't hold back he was so emotional after winning this race for trainer Richard Litt uh, Profondo, a name that we will be talking about for the next uh, six months as we get to the autumn because he's going out for a break right now to be cared for and looked after. And so he should be. And this is a marvellous achievement. You win your maiden, you have excuses in a group three, and then you come out and go bang at your third start. And win a 2,000 metre group one. It's not easy to do. And he sets himself up. He, he, he could be anything, this horse. Lovely on-pace racing star, which we always call for. He got into a lovely rhythm yesterday and he accelerated off that rhythm and put Bay to the group winning, winning filly from the previous week, who was, who was pretty brave. Um, so Allegron, well, he peaked on, on the right day, just wasn't good enough. I think it was more to be... Uh, more to come from Benno next year as well. That's satirical glory. Um, I, I'm telling you, he could well be a derby horse. He, they, he hunted him up yesterday and he over-raced, but uh, he still stuck on uh, quite nicely. The other story of the race was Head of State, who pulled up with cardiac arrhythmia for the second time, um, which is very rare. They have to go through a process once that happens. Yeah, within 12 months, he's had two sets of cardiac arrhythmia and I had to look through the stewards report and along with an ECG, he's got to have a tropium test, which uh, a tropium measures the levels of uh, tropium in the blood system. And as the heart damage increases, the greater amount of tropium is found and released into the blood. So that's what they're trying to check and see if there's a bit of a pattern there mm. um, and obviously prevention uh, from having something catastrophic happened mm. to him. Well the market knew he had a cardiac arrhythmia about 10 minutes before the race when they he just kept blowing I know that but anyway. Yeah Yeah. Uh, look I don't think there was any you know no, you no, can't no, judge that no. prior to racing but I I just even though he beat Profondo fair and square last start you're I just think Profondo's racing pattern, the improvement that he's made from his first up run into his second run, we have to remember it was his third run, career run. Yeah. And if he's made that same improvement from run two to run three, well, he was going to be very hard to beat. And I think the market just adjusted mm. before the race, knowing that he was going to be in front. A positive ride from Robbie Dolan, we have to yeah. speak about that as well. He just, he took no prisoners yesterday. No. He went straight forward, he got him to settle. It took a bit of time to get him to settle. 
And when he did at the top of the straight go for him, he you could see him almost, you know, we were saying, don't go for the stick, don't go for the stick. <laughs> You've got him. <laughs> You've got him. And, and that's what he did. He, he urged him, encouraged him into it. And even a couple of winning photos that I've seen, you can see is he's still looking around yeah, and not awkward, quite sure. He? It'll come. Um, exciting. Come. To us mugs, he looks a good sort. Yes. So you is. must really delight in seeing a horse like that walk into the yard. Yes, and when you see, you love looking at horses when they, you know, gorgeous horses when they first start their preparation, but what really gets exciting is when they get better and you don't think that they can get any better yeah. looks wise. And what had happened to him is the longer he'd been in work, the stronger he had become and the more furnished and the more mentally uh, aware of his surroundings he had become and he just got better and better. And that's something that's really exciting. And it's something that I'm not comparing him to Winx, but it's something that Winx used to do. She used to come in looking a bit, a little bit lighter and then she'd gradually get stronger and stronger throughout the preparation. Right. He's got such a big stride on him as well. Yeah. He's got a beautiful big stride on him. Well, let's go to uh, the post race and Richard Litt and also Robbie Dolan celebrating his first ever Group 1 victory. I'm extremely proud of him. He has done a wonderful job. Robbie deserves this. He's a wonderful person, wonderful jockey. He did a wonderful job then, he rolled outside the leader and I was about to have a heart attack, but you know, he knew what he was doing, he knew what the horse could do and he had great faith and you know, we're, we're just very, very proud of him. Do you know what you're going to do next with him? Oh look, he, he will go to the paddock now I think. Um, we're going to have a nice spell and we're going to have a big attack come the autumn and you know, he's got some amazing races coming up and he's very excited and I, I, I don't know what to say. I don't know what to say. <laughs> can't believe um, First of all, thanks to the owners for getting me on the horse today. They could have put anyone on him. Um, I can't even speak, I'm sorry. That's all right. It, the emotions are all about this game, but it must feel wonderful to finally get that group one off your back. It's an, an achievement that you've always wanted to do. It is. I came here five years ago with a school bag on my back, just trying to write a few winners. and. I don't even know what to say. It's um, been a dream of yours for a long time. Thanks, yeah. And this horse? Oh, he's a machine. He's a machine. He should have won the last day. Um, you know, I'll, I'll, take, I'll, take the, I'll take all the badness with that. I pull my stick through and I panic a little bit. And, um, you know, for the owners to keep me on him today is just uh, a token of how nice of people they are. And, um, they deserve that as well. And how are you feeling? I saw you had a lap full of horse and you weren't going for that stick this time. You really knew what you wanted to do with him. Yeah, he's a tricky horse to ride and um, that probably played into my hands of why I kept the ride on him today. He's, he's tricky to ride and Richie's done an amazing job at the horse. To get him to win a group one in his first couple of starts is insane. Um, I was absolutely cruising at the 400 going past the group one winner and um, Nothing was catching me. And what will your parents be doing now? Oh, I told you not to mention it. <laughs> my parents are... They'd be so proud of you. My dad sits up and watches every, every race I ride in. It doesn't matter if it's bloody out in the country or, or, or in the city. He watches it and um, he's up there probably having a cup of tea now. I'd say the neighbours will know I've brought a winner as well. There you go. <laughs> that was wonderful. Wonderful. Yeah, and great scenes. The owner, Ottavio Galletta, he's, had, he's followed up his success with um, Castelvecchio to get another very similar type horse. Yeah. Mm. Might be I a think better he could one. be better. Yeah. Yeah, it could be I a really better. Do. Lovely on pace I mean, racing yeah, style. he's... Yeah, what, what will this horse be set for in the autumn? That's what excites me. I suppose he'd go, you know, Rose Hill Guineas and potentially even a Queen Elizabeth, which would be really exciting to see a good three-year-old like him Yes, mm. yes.
Uh, let's go to the Caulfield Guineas. We uh, wave goodbye to Animo. He didn't stick around for the Everest. They were never really keen on him staying around for that race. There was talk everywhere else bar the stable. They said, no, no, we're going to the Caulfield Guineas. And he did this. Group one winners filled the trifecta. Yeah, and we, we all know he's a class cult. He gets the job done. Oliver at his brilliant best all day yesterday, I must say. He's uh, riding with so much confidence. Cap Devont was gallant in defeat. You know, it's the, twice he's been to the mile now. He wins the group one, the Champagne Stakes, mm. and just gets nutted out by a pretty good colt there. And Artorias did his thing. He just uh, got no gate speed and was sensational again late. So what do they do with these horses? I would run all of them nearly in a cox plate if they're still in it. Mm. I think it's the year for the, the, these three-year-olds, those three past the line, even even Artorias, they're saying, you know, freshen up for the cool more. I, I'd be tempted by Cox Plate if he was in it. I don't even know he's in it. Well, Zaki changed things yesterday, didn't he? Well, it? probably did. He probably did, but uh, pretty strong race, that one. The three mm. beautiful Colts. Uh, now, there was a big day for Godolphin because uh, they also won with Paul Laley. Now they've got a decision to make. What do they do? They've got this crack youngster, Paul Ailey, and they've got the old-timer, Trekking, who's been to the Everest before. I wonder if they regret a decision not running Bivouac as a three-year-old in an Everest. Mm. Would they make the same mistake again? Or what do you reckon they'll do? I don't know what they'll do, because they're traditionalists. They chase black type, which is stupid. Um, when you've got a chance of winning an Everest, um, look at yes, yes, yes. He, you know, his book was full in yeah. five minutes. Didn't have to advertise him. Didn't have to advertise him at all. But he's a good colt. He's four for four at Ramwick. Wet, dry, stalking style, ideal Everest horse if he's good enough. And he'd be a worthy entry if he if he gets a run. So the, the, he's um, he's foolproof, Do I think. Do you think that was his best performance throughout this preparation? Um, I'm not going to say that. I think he's been pretty genuine all preparation. You know, he's had little excuses along the way, but he gets to 1,200 here, and I think he still finishes off well. And and uh, there's just... Uh, he's so adaptable. He's more adaptable than a few others, you know. Mm -hmm. he, he can take up within three lengths of the leaders. He can sprint. Like I said, wet, dry. He's, he's likeable. What do you what do you think he's good enough for an Everest along with Home uh, Affairs? Look, yeah, I'm, 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 I, you know me, I love the three-year-olds in there. I think they're there to just keep the big boys honest and they're getting older all the time and the three-year-olds have run well in it every year, every year. And backing up? Well, that's up to Godolphin, you know, he's had a good grounding, he's had a good base, so what, what do you say about him? He's holding his condition Yeah, right? seems to be. I mean, it's never been done before, so it's something that will be very new, seeing a three-year-old back up into mm. the race, so I'll be interested. He's still going to get a slot, yeah, they might want him. Yeah, maybe. They, I mean... Why would... Who else is there? Well, James Kennedy hasn't made his move. Yeah, well... What does he do? Well, if they want to run... Tre oh, they'd love to get two in it. If they pick trekking, they might say you can have Pulele. And then a deal's got to be done. Yeah, that's right. You've got to negotiate. You know, James Kennedy might want things that Godolphin don't want to give him. Correct. You know, he likes to race in his colours. Do you think they're going to take the Godolphin blue off him? In, in an ideal world, you would have trekking and Pulele as the last two slot horses, horses to gain a slot. Mm -hmm. Yeah but that might not be the case just due to the negotiations. That's right, you've got to do a deal. There are no rules. There are no rules. Oh, the beaten brigade, Glen Eagle's a nice horse. Mm. He's going places. 
Um, King, King of Sparta was good again and overpass. That was a, a much, much better run yeah, for him and he's still, there's a race for him still in spring. I don't know what it is. I think he's going towards the Coolmore. Whoa. I spoke okay. to um, Bjorn. Big fish to fry there, but he, he, he's, he'll peak at the right time anyway. Uh, let's go and hear from uh, Ant, uh, James Cummings and James McDonald. We set the horse for the Roman Consul and we stayed the path. Uh, uh, we've got a lot of confidence in the colt. And uh, listen, he's, he's won it in good style. There's a little bit of pressure on him uh, being the short price favourite and he had the wide run and put himself into the race. Uh, and a couple of good horses chasing him down. But um, you have to be impressed by the win. Um, he, he, he sort of, he sort of he's really hit the line well the last three furlongs there, made a good sustained sprint. So he's definitely a high-class colt and we've got some options with him. Is he under definite consideration for the Everest? Oh, look, I think it's worthwhile giving it a lot of thought, um, but there are other options too. So uh, he'd be competitive in the Everest on the seven-day backup, I'm sure. Uh, the the, uh, the Manicato is an option for him, and so is the Coolmore, because you know the winner of this race tends to be a very good lead-up to, to to the Coolmore every year. They all, they always run well, and uh, you know he's uh, he's he's knocking on the door to be a potential Group One horse. So uh, that, that's for us to consider. But the uh, you know, the, there's, there's not long to go before we have to lock in, lock in our own horse and uh, you'll, you'll, uh, you'll know once we've had long discussions. Well, firstly, would you be worried about this horse in an Everest? <laughs> yeah, he's, um, he'll be hard to beat, that's for sure. He's a not lovely horse. I've always touted him as one and um, I thought he arguably was... He should have won the last start. Um, just how the race was run, the leader got away with cheap sexual and dashed away on firm ground, but today back to Ramwick where he's able to wind up. He's, um, he's put in some good splits. What makes him an Everest horse? Is it his racing pattern? Yeah, and he's got, he, he's strong. He's, he never feels like he's ever gonna lay down. He's got a good constitution. He, the, the harder the race, I feel, the better he'll go. So, um, and that's evident on the last couple of starts when he's been beaten. They've just been circumstantial because of the, how it was run, but they won't be going slow on an Everest. <laughs> You think they should give him a slot? Oh, no. <laughs> OK, an update now on trekking and also lost and running, running in the Everest, of course. Here's James and John O'Shea. He's really good, actually. He's uh, he burning around the track this morning at Osborne Park, and if the breastplate had a broken, he might have ended up in the Vale of Avoca. He went that well, so uh, <laughs> with any luck, he, he, he arrives here on a, on, a, on a nice track next week and, uh, and in the same sort of form that he seems to be in this, this week. We're very happy with our horse. Um, he, he's going to go as good as he possibly can go on Saturday and you know whether that's good enough well, we'll see but he'll give a very good account of himself I'll, I'll guarantee you that. been a plan to peak on that day so you've seen improvement each time, oh, each look, week. What I'll tell you is that, you know, the things that we use as our KPIs at home um, they're really going the right way right. And, uh, and so he's going to run his best race the preparation next Saturday. Okay, Tab Everest. Uh, James Kennedy had Rothfire, he lost Rothfire. That's how the field is shaping up. And over the page, we had the news yesterday morning that Home Affairs goes in for Coolmore and Godolphin yet to choose between Paulaley and Trekking. Although, with two slots remaining, they may get both of them in. How do you think Classic Legend's going? I think he's flying. I was worried after his first trial, and then, boy, the acceleration in his next trial, and then that lovely little cruising trial the other day that wasn't a wasn't a high pressure trial but look at him he's settled and he wants to explode you can see when he tucks that head up he's ready to say for Karen to say go boy uh, he didn't say it here because he's this was just the trial as his final gallop 
It'll be a decent old training performance from uh, Les Bridge if he can get him to win the <laughs> Everest first up, but don't underestimate him. He's a Hall of Famer, and he should be a dual Hall of Famer if he can do this. Yeah. How are you going to get a guide on him? Will you know straight away when he walks in? Yeah, um, he's one that I've, I know very well. I saw him break his maiden on the Kensington track, and even though he's been off, I haven't seen him for a long time, I'm mm. sure I'll be able to get a good guide. He's a, he's funny, he always carries that little, that, a lot of weight through his midsection. He's quite a, a barrel-y type, mm. but I'm, I, I have no question that Les will have him ready first up with three trials for 1,200 metres. Les is getting excited. <laughs> Les is getting excited. He won't uh, show it. Uh, I thought I thought they were going. I'm looking forward to your interview. After he wins, yes. Yeah, well, why not become another dual winner? We've had Red Zell win too. Classic legends looking might not, like he might do it as well. I'm glad Dirty Work's not there for run up to the Let's have a look at Eduardo. I thought they were. I think everyone was thinking they were going to trial together, mm. uh, Eduardo and, and Classic Legend. Let's have a look at Eduardo's uh, trial from Friday. Yeah, another one. Just uh, just keep him active and happy. Little trip away. He's ready to go. There's no doubt he's ready to go. Joe knows him like the back of his hand. So he'll run boldly. He'll run boldly for sure. There's, there's, there's no doubt he can't do anything. They come in all shapes and sizes. You wouldn't say he's got the most beautiful action, would you? No. You see a horse like Classic Legend and he's got that lovely long loping stride and he's just got a really economical stride when you look at Eduardo, but he's just got the attitude and the fight and the willpower. Mm. I find that watching Ronnie walk through the tunnel at Ramwick. <laughs> he hasn't got the beautiful stride, but he gets there. Yeah. He gets the job <laughs> done. Uh, Nature Strip and Home Affairs had a jump out at Rose Hill. Now, you were there to watch this jump out. Yes. I was really impressed. Um, firstly, I was impressed by Home Affairs. I thought that he did a great job. I was expecting Nature Strip to sort of be in that commanding role. And then I switched my focus to Nature Strip and thought how nicely he settled. And the best work that Nature Strip did was after the line. When he hit the winning post, he cruises in front of Home Affairs. And I was watching him as they were pulling up. And I love this last little bit because we have to remember the Everest is 1,200 metres. Mm. And that's exactly what he's going to be able to run strongly on Saturday. Just rides him on that loose rein. Just lets him do what he wants yeah. to do, doesn't he? Rides him right back on the he was walking around the store uh, the um stalls area and he was walking around the parade ring and he you you honestly could put a young child on him he's that mm. quiet what about this the, the, this libertini did they was she just there for a cant around or she how was she looking uh, she looked another one who looked really well i mean this makes you think mm, why is she going so steady she's had an injury cloud she's now going steady in a gallop doesn't look as though she's doing a great deal but I asked Sam, what, you know, why, why were you just out there sort of moseying around? And he said I, she felt great. I don't think she needed to do too much. So maybe they will give her another stronger piece of work. To me, she looks as though she's very forward. Okay. I thought she had done a lot of work. And I also had a look at her down the back when she was trotting up. And she looked pretty sound to me. And I was at the beach with her the other day as a companion. You're stalking her? I am stalking. Well, you know... <laughs> I'm allowed out a little bit now, so... <laughs> just, just on this market, isn't this uh, something? Classic Legend keeps firming and he hasn't raced. Mm. It's off the back of trials. He's $4. He's in front of Nature Strip. He has been for a while, but he was four fifty. He's firmed again off a trial. Well, Greg, if he puts up the same performance as he did last year, he wins the race, doesn't he, Ronnie? Yes. If, Greg, if uh, Les has got him back to that... Form, the race is his. Hmm. Yep. 
the Inferno. Well, I don't know what to think of him. He's um, a very interesting horse in his own right. Mm. That barrier draw is going to be important on Tuesday. Uh, more th there were so many three-year-old races yesterday. Yeah. There was 1,200, 1,500, a mile down in Melbourne, 2,000 of the spring champion. This was the 1,500-metre Stan Fox, and Halal got back into the winner's list. Yeah, well, he's a bit maligned. You know, he won his first start, and he's just been teasing ever since. But, look, he, he was back in business yesterday. It might set him up uh, for a better autumn now that he's got his confidence back, because he's a lovely horse. He's just... Uh, He's just done a few things wrong and things haven't gone right for him. But yesterday, even though he still wanted to over-race there a little bit, he was he was good putting paid to the favourite there, Coast Watch, who there was no excuses for having every chance. Brigantine, Brigantine was solid. Look, I thought he was going to burst through here. I just think he struggles at 1,500 metres. And uh, Hill, uh went quicker than expected in, uh, early in this race. So I want to be a little forgiving for him because he still lacks the experience at this level, but I think he might eventually make it. Huey mentioned after the race in the post-race comments, he said, I thought he went really well. So that okay. would back up what you're saying. He probably just needs that run to get him towards mm -hmm. a bit of match practice. Well, it looked a slow race on paper and then all of a sudden, bang, they're flying out there. You know, they uh, they've flew out and sort of half walked home there. Uh, let's hear from Tommy Berry. He didn't help me much during the run, he went a bit keen, um, but he sort of, he, he needs something on just to keep him focused, but then once again he goes a little bit keen in him. It'd be awesome if you could chuck a pair of winkers on him at, at the top of the straight, <laughs> but um, he's always had that ability, I'm not sure what happened last start, he was a better horse than that, and I knew he'd come here and run well because the Hawks seemed to keep him in and persist with him, he's obviously done really well during the week, and um, that was what we wanted to see from him. And just changing gear with him, I think in his last three or four starts he's had a few different bits of gear on just to, to see what works for him and even like I said today that's that's done the job but they might even have to come off uh, if he steps up in trip but I'll leave that to the team. Two feature mares races yesterday, the Angst and the Niverson, firstly to the Angst over the mile, and it was uh, Mirror Vision, too good for them. Yeah, arguably the ride of the day um, by Sam Clibbon. Got her into a beautiful spot, relaxed her. She was a little query at a mile coming in, but uh, she ran it right out. They had a good day, the Snowdens, and uh, she uh, she's just hit a, a new level on these dry tracks. Now, it's a messy, messy race. You know, you've got horses here, more profits, Kiku and Chalice, all held up between the 400 and 250. That's a vital stage where they lose momentum and the, the leader's off and gone. I want to be a little forgiving for Amarolina. Wide, no cover most of the race. Um, and going forward, probably backfired, but was worth a crack. Um, so it, while saying the winner was dominant, and the other one I want to point out here is Bargain mm. in the red hat. Now, she's going to really lift there in the last 100 metres. I just want to be on her in anything against especially her own sex rain. at 2,000 yeah, metres. Yeah, especially if there's a bit of rain Yeah, as well. I, I, don't, I don't care. I just want to be on 2,000 metres against her own sex. She'll nearly win. I don't yeah. care what it is. Yeah. Mm. Um, any more on that race? No. Nope. Cover them all. Let's go to Paul Snowden. Rewarded lovely with a, a nice win today and um, so thankful for the owners have been nice and patient with her, but... This all culminates into that, that good spell that we've given her and just let her develop and, and grow into herself and we, we, you know, we're getting the, um, the benefits of that now. And she's in a good space. Oh, look, she's always been a genuine mare, but um, just early on in her career, just, just wet tracks. Um, 
really plagued her. Uh, you can see just she's still going well at home, but just um, just wasn't she was wasn't ready to press the button and go on with. So hence the good spell, and she's had a brief freshen up in between this preparation too, which she's just gone to another level physically now, and um, you now she's a in very fine fettle and um, you know, we, we're heading the right way with her. Well, you want an invitation now, don't you? Yeah, we'll, we'll take anything at the moment. So uh, anything's on the on the cards. Um, and uh, look, obviously she ticked that mailbox, which is certainly great for later on. It just opens a lot more doors for her. She's just airborne at the moment. Um, Peter and Paul have a um, in great form. She looked at a treat before the race. Uh, a bit tricky from the barrier. Wasn't sure where I was gonna end up, but things panned out beautifully. Um, just tried to hold her together for as long as I could, just being a bit, bit of a query at the mile, but as soon as he asks her to go, she just lets rip. She's just a, a real push-button professional racehorse, and she's a pleasure to ride. Uh, first up and first start for John O'Shea. This is Minaj winning the Nivison. Yeah, well set up, too, for the new connections. I think they paid a bit of money for her uh, at the Broodmare sale, and they've gone bang, winning a Group 3 first up, and... And uh, I think McDonald had one instructions, get off the fence here. Well, he didn't do that real well, but it didn't matter. <laughs> um, she's a ripper mare, trippy, tricky gal. Uh, she, she sprints well fresh always. And look at her charge, the line up the inside as well, surprisingly. Baluchi Bay, this, this is a big step up from a benchmark race for her. And I think she's got a really nice sprinting future. She's uh, only lightly raced, really, being five-year-old. And I still think she's got more to offer. Sweet deal, wide all the way, wasn't too bad, and she'll probably improve second up, as will Rocker uh, Clock, who always improves second up. But um, yeah, a, a, a lovely setup by John for the new connections. Just great news, I was a, uh, well in the market. She uh, has pulled up having a spell now. Um, probably a few tough runs under her belt has been detrimental to her preparation. Yeah, she's better than that. Uh, John O'Shea and James McDonald. Congratulations to uh, Nigel Austin, Anthony Minton at uh, Rosemont Stud. Uh, they purchased her, paid a bunch of money for her, but I'd say that their uh, judgment was vindicated there because that was very impressive in a very good field. Have you been impressed all the way along? Well, she's been a very unassuming mare. Uh, we've just been about getting her happy and healthy uh, and, and just bringing her along steady and, and the trials have been very good. We don't do a lot with her at home, and so we, but we just trusted her form and trusted the fact that she was happy and healthy. He's done a marvellous job with her. She's, um, she's a beauty. She just let rip, but he's, he's just um, taken her through the trial process, learned plenty about her, and he was full of confidence leading in today, and it was a pleasure to ride from. How did it all pan out for you? Um, it, was, it was good early. Um, well, I, I only had one instruction, was to get away from the fence, but she was going that well. I, um, had to take the runs where I, where Nothing I could. Nothing wrong with the friends. Tricky girl came up the fence and yeah, ran really well. I could well. imagine John in the grandstand, but <laughs> anyway, it worked worked out well for us. And um, lucky she's a, a good mare to capitalise on a really good group setter. So well. good work for the team. So invitation on October 23, week after the Everest, there has been three invitations given to Entrevier, Ice Bath, Vangelic. Uh, they were logically the first three you should invite. We'll get to Tefane later, and Star Tontes has gone home. I think she has. Yep. Can always come back. Yep. <laughs> more, invi more, more invitations to uh, to be given uh, on the 23rd of October. That new race will be run 1400 Ramwick for the mares, two million dollars. Phillies and mares, two million dollars. Uh, we're going to take a break. When we come back, more on this Ramwick card.
Okay, let's have a look at the uh, Silver Eagle now. This is a lead up to the uh, Golden Eagle worth $7.5 million. First three across the line go into the race. Uh, Triple Ace, catastrophic shoulder injury uh, leading. Uh, doesn't come down, but you see what happens here. Yeah. And then you've got uh, a, a chain reaction that carries through the field. Yeah, I did. Take you half an hour to read the stewards' report, trying to explain what happened. Just horses getting speared off and checked and pulled out of the race. The Angelic's okay. She just copped that, and then Tim pulled her out of the race. But well, look, he got the brakes. He's, he's uh, the market disrespected him for a horse with his form on dry tracks, and he gets the job done. I, I think Ellsberg is in. Look at this. They're all over the place. There, you can't go through them all. As far as who got held up and hampered there. This Ellsberg's in great shape, 1,500 next time. He'll be, I don't know if he's good enough, and he didn't have any cover in this race, so he'll run well. He'll peak on the right day. Uh, what do we want to say about the rest? There's, there's obviously good runs in this race. I thought um, Blondeau, Mr. Consistency, Equation, I'm not giving up on him. He might be a mile or 2,000 metre horse, uh, Equation. And Count de Rupi, well, he got speared off, speared and you can make a case he should have won. At a vital point in the race, he got speared off the track and he had to regather his composure and find the line. It's pretty good. Yeah, I, I don't like to say he should have won, but I think with no, without the interference, he would have been fighting out the finish even closer with those three or two horses. Mm. Uh, mentioned uh, Leisha Collett, a, a wonderful show of horsemanship yesterday, being able to stay with Triple Ace mm. and pull him up and hold him as well. And, and really uh, condolences to the connections because it's a terrible to oh, see a horse terrible, of yeah. any calibre happening oh. like that. Um, let's go and hear from uh, Paul Snowden and uh, also Huey Bowman. A lot of commotion at a vital part of the, the race there, but thankfully um, everyone was able to avert the, the commotion and, and stay on their feet, which is pleasing. But um, no, we certainly prepped up lovely this horse and he looked good in the skin. And 1300 first up was always going to be an ask for him, but um, Huey rode him outstanding. See, he's one of them horses you sort of get away for the right conditions, Greg. It's, it's, it's no good on soft ground. And we've seen what he did in the Magic Man's uh, three year old race last year, he just blew him away. So. Um, when, he, when he can get those conditions on the day, he's certainly uh, right up there with anything that he races against. A seven and a half million dollar race around the corner? Yeah, look, we're getting into uncharted territory with him as far as the distance goes, but I suppose we've got to really think about it. Look, he's in the race, he's, he's qualified now, and um, yeah, it's certainly going to be interesting. We all know what he's capable of. He just needs things to go his way a little bit, and then he can deliver, and today, things went his way but he's a he's a quality horse we've seen him do it at this level and better before uh, it's a lovely race for him to win congratulations to Peter and the team for aiming him at this race and I was just delighted with the performance he gave me right let's go to Brisbane now there was another golden eagle lead up for Desley Forster's Apache Cat, a horse you know so well, Ronnie. Uh, yeah, Apache Chase. Chase. Uh, Apache Chase. <laughs> I do it every time. Well, every time. You get similarities. Uh, nothing, nothing similar, similar about him. He's got the big white nose roll. He's uh, got a nut. He's got part of the name, Apache Chase. And he didn't lead yesterday. That's his strength. And oh, look at him go. We, we keep forgetting him as an eagle horse because he did run. Took private eye forever to run him down in that guineas mm -hmm. that time. 
And then he, he we all forget at the 1500, he beat up the, the short-priced favourite, early favourite for this race, uh, Ayrton. Ayrton, yeah. And then he's gone bang, bang, he's winning in the Wheatwood, and there, a strong race. That horse, the second horse, had been flying at the trials. Mm -hmm. he, he's in great form. All right, here's Desley Forster after the race. I'll have to bring the geniuses, Duffercy and, um, and Lizzie and see if we think we should bring him. Yes. I'll bring Lizzie and I'll bring Duff and... Oh, look, I think he's entitled to have a go down and have a crack because he makes his own luck. He puts himself up there. Um, the only dirty quarantine, if we've got to do a quarantine, we have to do it. Jimmy and I might have to suck it up. If we've got to do it, we'll do it. But the way he's... I speak to Jimmy, but I'm pretty sure that those sort of races don't come around. They so don't. So no. I think we'll probably take him down and give him a crack. All right. Well, that's that's your premier's problem, yeah. the dirty quarantine. Yeah. Okay. She rang you geniuses yet? No, but I've got rang a plan. me last time. I've written it out <laughs> overnight. I've got a plan, Des. Oh, this is the plan. Firstly, try and sort out that premier. Just to, you know, we don't want to put in you know, a box for three weeks there. So you got to sort her out. But if it, if it ha if you can't get here, we've got it covered, right? Yep. I will look after him. Send him down. I'll muck his box out. I won't ride him work. Lizzie can ride him work. Uh, my back will hold up, mucking the box up and tarring his feet. You can drive. You're a good driver. You love driving. Yeah. You can drive the float out the beach, right? You, we can right. take him for a swim. Yep. Now you can put your ways on. You go out the botany. Yeah. It's hard to get in there now, everyone. <laughs> I can be the social media manager. I can take pictures at the beach to say, <laughs> put them on. Say so you're Twitter. a good trainer. Yeah. Say so you're a good trainer. You know, if yeah. you show your horses on Twitter, yeah. they're you're a good oh, happy good horse. Trainer. I'm a great yeah. trainer. Great trainer. So what could go wrong? <laughs> 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 but I just ask, what's Desley going to do? Oh, no, no she's actually... She not, she not coming? We, yeah, no, no we're looking after. No, in case she doesn't. Oh, she, in case she oh, gets okay. held up. So what she's it? sending the horse down to us? Yes. Yes. We'll yeah, so if she it. can't come, we've and got it covered. If it wins, Thoroughbred Weekly will be on at 7 o'clock Sunday night. <laughs> Because we're gonna have a bit of a party. <laughs> and Jimmy, we were we were discussing. Jimmy, oh, what about Jimmy? He's been in quarantine before. Mm. That didn't work out real well. He didn't like that. He didn't like that. But I think seven and a half million, million dollars yeah. might change his mind this time. Huh? Seven and a half million dollars might, might. Have we got a plan B with a jockey? Oh, we'll go. We'll get Robbie Dolan. Robbie Dolan. Dolan. Robbie <laughs> Dolan. Right by winning jockey. Rides a leader well. That's it. <laughs> okay, so that's the plan. We've sorted. sorted it all. Good thinking. Good <laughs> thinking, yeah. 99. That's what we're going to do, Des. Um, now to the Turak. Here's a horse that is coming for the uh, Golden Eagle. Uh, we don't have to work any plans out for this horse. He'll be well taken care of. I'm thunderstruck. Uh, should have won a Rupert Clark. He wins the Turak. Uh, he's a good horse. Yeah, you know, He's a deserved favourite, I think. It was a nice ride, I must say. Um, but he... And if he gets Jari out of the track, he, he's, no, he's four lengths better. Tafane, well, why wouldn't you give... I don't know if they want an, an invitation. Have a look at her record. Mm. And back a little in distance would be perfect for her. But there's your market there. I am struck, thunderstruck, Mwanga. Uh, $15. $15. She mentioned yesterday Mwanga. Yeah, uh, she keeping her cards give, very no. close to her chest. No, couldn't get an answer. It's one of... Jeez, one that or two. chase looks big odds, oh, $15. Well, after, after your plan's <laughs> been revealed, it'll get out to $20 very soon. As long as all I have to do is drive the truck. Uh, so that's the Golden Eagle, um, $7.5 million. Those first three in the Silver Eagle get um, uh, an exemption. They're in the race if they want to be there. A uh, bit of Queensland lead-up form, a bit of Melbourne lead-up form. When we come back, we'll see a horse who won again yesterday in the highway. Uh, stay with us on Thoroughbred Weekly. Uh, 
Lord DeSanamo won the highway yesterday. Uh, his second win of his career. He's been placed a lot of times. They backed him last start as if he was uh, ready to do something and uh, he produces this. Well, um, it's his day. You can't begrudge him because he's been so close so many times and he just gets the trouble free run yesterday and he emerged and he went on with the job. Um, good effort. Two from 32 now. Uh, so, look, but he's, he's been a, a really good money spinner for his connections there. Uh, Bahamut, he'll win one of these. He's still early in his preparation. Unbelievable Athena's lad there. Uh, terrific training effort. First up from, at a mile, first up from January from Michael Mulholland. And she ended up with multiple lacerations there, I heard. And she ended up in the vet hospital, didn't yeah. she? Whether she got galloped on or... Yes, or she got herself. galloped on. She was treated, she had multiple lacerations to her knee, hind leg, which were treated on course and bandaged before the gelding was referred to Ranwick Equine Centre for further care. Yeah, that's bad luck. Say, say, say you was honest again, the fossil was okay, and uh, Watson uh, walked out of the barriers, held up between the three and the two, should have finished closer. Yeah. Here's uh, Terry Robinson and Tommy Berry. Yeah, I'm really pleased for his owners, and hopefully it's a good aiming for next week. Uh, same owners, he's a half-brother to uh, Arkado and I actually brought Arkado up here today to have a day out because he was a bit nervous at Hawkesbury the other day, so he's a travelling companion with this horse and uh, it's great for, it's just great to have him back in the winner's circle. He's always had the ability, but uh, yeah, it can be a bit frustrating, but it's good to see him jump today and great ride by Tommy. I think the biggest thing today, I even heard you, his post-race, it's very hard, needs a lot of luck when he gets so far back, but he put himself into a good spot found the back of the favourite coming to the corner and, and James did most of the work for me, so probably have to pay him cartage fee. <laughs> so <laughs> he's, he's a brother to Art Cadeau, the country championships uh, winner, and he'll be first up, Art Cadeau, in the Kosciuszko. He came for a day out yesterday at Ramwick. He's been in lockdown as well. Oh, he enjoyed his day out. So Art Cadeau, he's uh, one of the top contenders for the Kosciuszko uh, next week, but he will attempt. Could we possibly have two first-up winners in our two big races on... Uh, next Saturday, uh, classic legend and Art Cadeau. Here's the field, and we'll have a look at the market as well. He's eight dollars, Art Cadeau, but handle the truth, which Ronnie's labelled as the winner a long way out. Four fifty, edit at five dollars. Uh, front page and Art Cadeau and Spiranak, a late inclusion into the field, but there, Kosciuszko next Saturday on Everest Day, one point three million dollars. Yep, terrific days racing. Right, let's move on to the Midway, and here's a horse that has been selected for the Four Pillars, a new race for Midway-class horses, and isn't it going about things the right way? What a stylish horse this is. He's in his first racing preparation. He's got a great racing brain, the way he just settled off, off them there, and he gave you a great feel, I reckon, and you were just kidding there, and he thought, I'd better wake him up. And when he woke him up, I loved the way he lengthened here. He's got more to offer. You know, you think, oh, when's he going to come to the end of it, this horse? But he's getting better and better. Um, so he's, well, it's going to be a, a wide race, this four pillars, but this horse is, he's got something about him that you have to like. He, he's, he's, he's a strong horse. Like I said, puts himself in a position, relaxes and quickens. Divine Breath, um, she's hit the line very nicely at both her runs back from a spell. Teresa Bateup wants a slot. Well, everyone wants a slot. Everyone wants a slot. Everyone with a benchmark. She wants a slot. Yep. That's mm -hmm. why there was 400 nominations. So, yeah, this might be an improver. Mm. Um, 
Akhtar's a young, inexperienced horse with upside, I think, so don't give up on him. I was glad to see him put two runs yeah. together, his win, and then that solid run last um, mm. yesterday. Mm. It's all about the winner, I think. Mm -hmm. He's, um, he's going to press on and be competitive. Yep, well, here's uh, Kim Moore and Huey Bowman. He's a lovely horse that just keeps improving. It's his first preparation, as you know, he had a lot of setbacks. We bought him at the breeze up and um, thought he'd be at the races 12 months before he was. Had eye operations and all sorts of things, but he's paying them back big time. Okay, and then uh, you've, you're hoping for a bit of improvement still in the in the four pillars as well? Yeah, he'll um, just, this will be his last run, he'll go into that now, and he's, he's nice and fit and ready to go, so we'll just keep ticking over. He's better than midway class, there's no doubt about that. He, He's got a really good action and he's got a really good attitude. He's got tactical speed, but he still looks after himself. And, you know, I, I didn't think the sections were that frantic in the middle stages then. And I think if he was in a race where they did run along, uh, he, you, you'd see a really good... Like, he showed a good turn of foot today, but I think it would be more evident if he was coming off a really hot speed. On to... Uh, have we got a, um, a market there for the four pillars? Uh, have we seen that? Here it is. Yeah, different straight. Favourite, five dollars. Conrad, Conrad. stable mate. Yep, seven dollars. He runs at Kimbler and she trialed brilliantly. She went by trial by eight lengths the other day. Darlene Bell, isn't she a nice horse? Wait, you see her. Mm. Mm. So this is uh, the race that came out of the blue. It's actually taken taking shape Darren's very horse, well. Dalalat down there. Yep. Papali won on Wednesday. Darren had a day out. Flindell tipped aim. Oh, Flindell tipped aim. He had a day out on Wednesday. He is... I wonder he got that pick six. He likes those pick sixes. <laughs> yeah. mm. He's had a... Loves a pick six. He's had a rip-roaring ten days. Doncaster's <laughs> open month. <And> yes. <laughs> Look out, Doncaster. Be the biggest winner he's back. <laughs> the kegs are full. He is... Um, Speaking of Darren, here's Yee Yee <laughs> winning uh, race number three. And it continues on uh, its great form. Well, you needed a fit horse here. They went out at warp speed. They run about a second and a half quicker than the champion stakes overall. And they've walked home nearly in 36.68, which is very slow on the day. But Yee Yee was the survivor with his 59.5. Just that he's had that hard, tough racing. and. Probably a, a cup like your horse like Solar Apex. He just lacked the toughness of the winner. Uh, but this run may toughen him up, or he might you know, be a sork and might want another little break after that tough run. So they're all individuals, but Yee Yee was just what a and Dream Runner was good. But what a marvellous job Chris does with these horses. Like this is a benchmark 78. He, he probably brought him back to carry the weight. He just squeezes every bit of prize money out of him. Like he's earned well over 300,000 in prize money. And he's still, he's just out at 78 class. Mm. So it's, it's great. I want to be very forgiving for Herman Hess there. He was attacked, driven mad, and was entitled to stop. So maybe another chance for him in similar grade. Here is uh, Chris Waller and Nash Rewilla. Making use of good prize money throughout, um, throughout Sydney racing, 52 weeks of the year, and he's coming on good tracks, and they're just a, a touch outside the track record. And you've got more wiggle room left in the in his system, in his benchmark rating. Yeah, we have. Um, yeah, hopefully he won't go up too many points. And um, I'm just saying to Mitch, um, yeah, we, I'm not sure if there'll be much more left in him this preparation, but he'll certainly be a uh, off-season cup source, maybe a Parramatta Cup, Ramwick Cup type scenario through to some of the races in the carnival. Yeah, nice win in his home track there the other day. Give him a bit of confidence, and um, felt the win the whole way. Then he travelled beautifully and was in a good spot. And... Probably thought I might be a touch vulnerable late, but he just kept kicking. It was a pretty genuine pace throughout. It was, but he relaxed beautifully and um, 
didn't have to make up too much ground and uh, yeah, probably the only way is sort of when we hit the front and how far out, but uh, very genuine in the run of the line. And let's go to the last race. Uh, not often do you see highway horses graduate like this. Uh, ineligible for highways now, he won two of them. This, this is a performance, he's in his uh, black colours, uh, the, he's in the club colours uh, on this day. Yeah, and he flew. He absolutely flew, didn't he? He's, um, this is a career best for him, there's no doubt. He like, likes the dry tracks and he can run time on them. And so he's, he's charged home 33-2 here. So it left the, the others no hope. Um, just left on the lead a little bit flat-footed, didn't he? So amazing performance. Kinlock, he'll be right, he'll be right. When he gets to 12, 1400, he'll be fine. He's come up well. Just Fields sectionals must have been amazing. They were. From the back. Yep. Incredible. You think how she what she can do, but she's just got that horrible. Did start you see on. her playing up in the gates oh, before as well? Like... She does it every time. Yeah. She misses the start half a length, and then uh, she's she's a her. nightmare. She's a nightmare. But the winner isn't. They'll be very very happy with that. Uh, here's Jason Collett. Mark's done a really good job. It's yeah, coming off highway up to 78. Yeah, it's uh, very good. He's like he's pretty pretty one-dimensional. Is he? And like Huey said to me behind the gates, he said he, one thing he tries very hard and yeah, he saw that today when he pinned the ears back and uh, was hunting them down. Could he stretch it out if, to a longer trip? He looks like a specialist over this distance, but could he potentially stretch it out? Look, I think he, I think the thousand's sort of him and it's working at the moment. Uh, yeah, look, I, I think that's sort of his, his go-to. Not to say in the future maybe they could give it a go? Look, obviously they could give it a go um, and see how it goes, here. Yeah. I just correct that. That horse has won three highways now. Yeah, it must be placed that way. Yeah, yeah. So that's fresh. his fourth win at Ramwick. Great fresh horse. Mm, he is. I think we cottoned on his third highway. Yes. <laughs> Let's uh, now. Now we've woken Not up. Not yesterday. Yes. Okay. Break. When we come back, we'll have a look at some highlights from Caulfield and some lowlights. <laughs> Express is chiming in too with about a hundred to go. Brereton in front. Kiki Express is the threat. Kiki Express up to Brereton. They're stride for stride. Brereton kicks its close. Dosh is flying along at the moment at the 200 metres, still led by 372 XL Balanipatina. Dosh getting weary now. 100 metres to go. 72 XL Balanipatina trying hard. Dosh in front. 72 XL drives. Photo finish. Homesman just in front. Zaki has to fight because Probabil's driven through a non-conformist. Zaki's really going to have to fight at the 150. Probabil's wayward. Non-conformist the threat then Zaki. Probabil and non-conformist. Probabil just in front. Non-conformist drives. Photo. Photo finish. Delphi at the 200 metres. Led by two lengths Mirage Dancer. The chosen one has to war. Delphi Oliver takes a peek over the shoulder at the 100. He still leads by a length and three quarters and Delphi's going to do it. Delphi wins by a length the chosen one has to war and defibrillate through for fourth. Then came Mirage Dancer Parade. Okay, Zaki, the big talking point yesterday in defeat. He put five in a row. It looked like he could be anything. Now he has met with defeat for the first time in five starts. The picket fence has been broken. What went wrong? I don't know. Uh, maybe he likes to get into his rhythm. I see he wanted to fight and put his head up there. He might be just a control horse where he, he likes him to run and take a sit or he likes to run himself and get him off the bit. So that's only looking for excuses there. He's never had problems with hard tracks in the past. Um, there was a bit of a pot on his track work 
during the week, whether he's just a little flat or he didn't handle. He can make all sorts of things up. Plenty of potty mouse after the race, wanted to give it to Craig Williams, but that's that's what you can do when you do your money. Yeah. Uh, but maybe he should have let him stride. I think he should have. I think if you've watched all of his replays, that's how he's best ridden. And I don't think, I think if you'd let him stride and he'd got beaten in that type of manner, then you can judge him properly. But I don't think you can judge him off of that run. I know there's people saying that the tracks were hard and he was bandaged on all fours. He was bandaged on all fours on his bumpers at Sandown. Mm. And Annabelle wouldn't have run a horse at saw. No. Yes, he may not have handled Caulfield, no. and yes, he may have felt the track because he was having to sit and sprint when he's a free-rolling horse. I would suggest that if James McDonald was on him yesterday, he wouldn't have ridden him like that. And no, he would have ridden him like I, he I'm, had ridden him in Brisbane. In Brisbane, and I think that that's probably the key with him is to let him flow and let him get into his rhythm, and, and that didn't happen yesterday. What about the Cox Plate now for him? Well, if he... just just on James McDonald, he he was close to being in trouble in the stewards' room for for a ride there. He, he stewards took no action in a race there at Randwick. But as he was leaving the room, he turned. He said, "Oh, by the way, that Melbourne trip's off." And then he walked out the door. He was laughing when he said it, but I wonder whether James McDonald has put a pen through that process that he was willing to go through to get down there to ride this horse in a Cox Plate. Hmm. I don't, I don't know. You'd have to ask James <laughs> that one. Maybe he yeah. was just a, a, a jibe walking out the door. He might have been. Immediately after the race. Well, he was probably disappointed after yes. watching him. But can you, can you really put a pen through Zaki after that performance? Ridden like that, maybe. But, I mean, can you no, really no, say no, going no, into no, a... No. I know he was... We, the, punters and people and media have a, a um, habit of overreacting about a horse and we've all been putting him up on a pedestal because we always look for that really good horse. He just got, he got beaten. He didn't get beaten far. No. Oh no. Look, and at, that's look at his not past his, record. He, that's not his grand final. Him. His grand final is the Cox Plate and that's what he's being trained for. So I think that maybe there might be a slight overreaction but he's you know, he's, he, I just want to see him flow. I want to see horses being ridden like their horses and being comfortable. Let fast horses be fast horses, as they what, say. What about those punters who got paid out early huh? on the Cox <laughs> Plate? Happy days. You're very, very happy with yourself. <laughs> Was that the tab paying them out early? Yeah. Yep. yep. Uh, Barry draw for the Everest, 11.30am, Tuesday, here on Sky Thoroughbred Central. Enjoy the rest of your weekend.